0: Good evening and welcome to Spirit of Grace Church. I'm so thankful that you've joined us here online tonight and uh, I believe that God is up to some amazing things. I am still in the afterglow of our service on Sunday and uh, God met us in such a dynamic, powerful way and I just believe that God is calling us uh, to great things, not to draw a name to ourselves, but great things to expand the kingdom. I believe that we are in a season. uh, I I believe we're closer than ever to the coming of the Lord. And while I don't claim to know when he's coming, no man knows the hour. I do know this, that I do believe that we are in a season uh, where God is really wanting to move in dynamic ways. And it's gotten me thinking about the church this week. And I want to share that with you tonight because I believe that the church, and the local church especially, is what I really want to focus on. There's the Church Universal, and wherever you're watching this, if you're a fellow believer, uh, we're part of the same church, but uh, I believe that our local assemblies, whether it be Spirit of Grace Church here in Coon Rapids, and we reach a vast area of the northwest uh, suburbs of Minneapolis, or whether or not it's you're watching from Texas or whatever, wherever your local church is, i believe it's the local church that is really the only hope for the world today uh, we can lean on politicians and i'm thankful for godly politicians i'm thankful for godly community leaders and mayors and and things of that nature i'm thankful for all of the organizations that are out there that are trying to meet the needs of every human being whether it be working with those that are homeless those that are addicted to drugs and alcohol, those that are uh, experiencing grief, all of the different organizations, I'm very, very thankful for them. I believe in all of them. I believe that they are doing a great work, but I believe it's the local church's responsibility and the local church that really gives the true hope uh, of a life change, of a uh, a hope of glory, uh, of we are the expression of God the local assembly is the expression of God in the world. I believe that the church is the body of Christ. And uh, when people come to connect themselves to a church body, they are connecting themselves to the one, the the Holy One of Israel, if you will, that has the opportunity in giving us this great opportunity to go to uh, heaven, to be with Christ, to be with one another. And uh, so I'm thankful for the all the different organizations that meet the external needs of people and and but the church is there to do what uniquely is designed for the church to do and that is really offer hope or offer healing to a deeply wounded soul and i believe as the local church we have an utterly unique mission to fulfill on this planet and and that the future of our society really does depend On the local church on whether or not we understand what that mission is and we mobilize accordingly and I believe that God is calling us more than ever before to do so and his ministry to the church here locally on Sunday was a strong indication that God is asking us to step up to the plate he's drawing us out more than we've ever done before He's asking us to sacrifice more than ever, to give more than ever, to pray more than ever, to love more than ever. And I believe that when we do this, things will get to be happening and lives will be changed. Uh, Somebody once shared with me the following about Acts chapter 2, and we're going to read this in just a minute. But they said there was a community of believers who were so totally devoted to God that their life together was charged with the Spirit's power. In that band of Christ followers, believers loved each other with a radical kind of love. They took off their masks and shared their lives with one another. They laughed and cried and prayed and played and served together in authentic Christian fellowship. Those who had more shared freely with those who had less until socioeconomic barriers melted away. People related together in ways that bridged gender and racial chasms and celebrated cultural differences. That was the Acts chapter 2 church. And uh, reading from verse 42 of Acts chapter 2, I want to focus in on this, uh, really this model of, uh, of a church. And I believe I, we declare that Spirit of Grace Church is an apostolic church. And what we mean by that is simply that we are founded upon the principles and we are t- attempting to live after the principles that the apostles laid down in the word of God especially throughout the book of Acts and then obviously the epistles. But verse 42 says, All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miracle signs and wonders, and all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple every day. They met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and they shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. What a picture of a wonderful opportunity that we have. It tells us that this community of believers or this church offered unbelievers a vision of life that was so beautiful that it took their breath away. It was so bold, it's so creative. The local church, if it's done properly, is so bold, it's so creative, it's so dynamic that people just can't resist it. I've often said that a church is almost like a restaurant in that if you offer a good meal and good service and good atmosphere, people are apt to return. And verse 47, that says that because of the local assembly doing what they're described as doing and being what they're supposed to be, the Lord added to to the church every day uh, those that were being saved. And so now, as a pastor of a local assembly, um, I'm held hostage to this powerful picture of what an apostolic church should look like and should act like and should be like. And I believe that our congregation at Spirit of Grace Church, and if you are watching this and you're in uh, the area, come and visit us on a Sunday at one at one zero one one zero Woodcrest Drive Northwest in Coon Rapids, uh, Minnesota five five four three three. Come and check us out and see if what is pictured here in this passage you'll find at Spirit of Grace Church. We're not perfect. We're, we're we we do not classify ourselves as the best church. But we're thankful for what God is doing, and he is moving among us. And we are listening, and we are obeying, and we are moving with him. And uh, we must fulfill this vision and this dream that God has for our church. We must be apostolic in nature. Uh, Again, this is not a denominational word. Apostolic has become a denominational word in a lot of cases. I'm not talking about denominations today. I'm talking about, is it in Acts chapter 2? apostle principle based church are we doing what they did at the beginning when the lord was adding daily i believe the lord wants to add daily to our fellowships i believe we have to have uh, these fulfillments and and i'm going to talk about some of them but um, because i do believe that the local church is the answer for all things that are going on the believers devoted themselves to the apostles teaching If it's in the Bible, we preach it. If it's not in the Bible, we don't. I believe in fellowship. We're getting ready and sharing in meals. I believe uh, we're getting ready even this coming Sunday on the 4th of July. We're going to have a great service. And then afterwards, we're going to have dinner there at the church and just have a celebration of the 4th with one another. And and, uh, it's going to be a great day. I believe that there needs to be an awe. When we come together, it can't just be a casual acquaintance when we come into the presence of... There's got to be an awe. There's got to be a sense of... Uh, the power and the presence of God amongst the myth. Jesus said where two or three are gathered there am I in the midst of them There's going to be signs miracles and wonders. I believe that's happening even now and it's going to continue to happen Even more I believe that it's we're going to spill out from the church house on Sunday And we're going into homes throughout the week. I, I believe that and I believe that we're connecting on on other evenings and in other ways with be, fellow believers I believe that we are sacrificing and we are giving of our resources that God has blessed us with in order to reach more people. And I believe that we worship and we praise and we, we have great joy among each other. And I believe God is adding to the church. So I believe that there is power in the local church. I believe that one facet, major facet of the beauty of Of the local church is its power to transform the human heart. Gather proper perspective from people's behavior, especially the negative aspects. And the question is, what can change that tragedy of a life? What can turn that sinner into a saint? What can happen? What What's that thing that transforms? What's that? We can have all the politicians and public servants, and, and 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 I'm thankful for all of them. Please don't get me wrong tonight. We can have the food shelters. We can have all of those things. And that can rearrange some of the, the outward markers of life. But none of them can ultimately change a human heart. It can change circumstance. It can help a grieving heart to a certain extent. But they cannot heal a wounded soul. They cannot turn hatred into love. They cannot bring about repentance or forgiveness or reconciliation, restoration, and peace. They cannot get to the core of the problem because the core of the problem is a spiritual situation. It's one of the reasons why um, I find it interesting in the political world, all of the world problems that come up, um, they all try to give the reasons why this country and this country, and if you just trace it all the way back in Scripture, it goes all the way back to the beginning. And uh, understand that most of those most of the divisions and the fights that are going on in the world are spiritual ones and not just physical or geopolitical ones. It's amazing to me self-help programs can offer effective methods of behavior modification and psychological techniques can aid self-awareness and self-understanding and all of this is good and wonderful and I don't want to remove any of those but it is the local church that offers the one thing that can transform and change and his name is Jesus the only power that can transform a human heart is the love and the spirit of Jesus Christ and the church the local assembly is his body it's his representative and it is through a properly growing church there is a love that conquers sin there's a no judgment zone where we come in at spirit of grace church you come as you will And let God transform you in his own time and in your relationship with him. I can't make you become a better person. I can just introduce you to Jesus and answer questions and lead you into the the path where Jesus can help you along. And change you and transform you. And it all happens one life at a time. And what has come to grip my heart this week and my spirit is the knowledge that this radical mission of the church and the message of transformation and transforming love has be has been given to us by God and the local assembly because like I've said several times and I'll say it again the local church is the only hope for our world today without churches so filled with the power of God that they cannot help but spill goodness and peace and love and joy in the world depravity will win the day i am a full believer that if the church once the church leaves this uh, terra firma Once we are raptured to the presence of Christ, uh, there is no holding back what's going to happen and the evil that's going to move across this world. I believe it's the church right now that is the the dam, if you will, that's holding back the onslaught of all of the evil that the devil wants to pour out and the judgments that will come. But there's nothing like a local church when it is working right. Now, I know there's all kinds of people here tonight that are listening to me and saying, well, you don't know what kind of church I've been to. I've been hurt by the church. I've been hurt by this. I've been..." You haven't been hurt by the church. You've been hurt by people. And I know people are the church, but w- w- hear me, please. Understand that as individual humans, we all make mistakes, and there's not always going to be perfection. But if a church is doing it properly, it behooves us as the saints And let me just speak to Spirit of Grace Church. It's it's up to us to live a life that is so loving and caring for others and dependent on the power and the strength of His Spirit to lead and guide us, that when they walk through our doors, when they come into contact with us at work, when they see us in the grocery stores or in the department stores, that they sense a peace, a tranquility, and a love that they've never found anywhere else. And so... I believe that when it's done right, its beauty is indescribable. All of the imperfection that gathered on Sunday became so perfect. Imperfection became perfect when it was together in the presence of God. It was so beautiful to look across the congregation. And all of us have a story. And all of us have our shortcomings and our failures. But in that moment when the church of the living God was moving under the spirit of the living God, it was so beautiful to behold and to be a part of. It's indescribable. The, the, its power is breathtaking. Its potential is unlimited when the church, the local church, uh, is doing things right. It comforts the hurting. It heals the broken. It provides for the needs and it opens up its arms for the forgotten, the downtrodden, and the disillusioned. It breaks the chains of addiction. It frees the oppressed and offers belonging to the marginalized of the world. I believe in the local church Whatever the capacity for human suffering, the church possesses a greater capacity for healing and wholeness. I believe it's the potential of the local church, more than any of us can even grasp, is is so powerful and, and just ready to explode. There's no other organization on earth like the church. In fact, nothing else really even comes close. So what makes a church flounder or flourish? What makes it right or off-kilter? What is the key to the vitality of the church? I know the ultimate beauty and the power of the church flows from the mind of God and the spirit of God and is dependent upon God's hand and the blessings of God. But on a more human level, what do prevailing churches that are effective uh, have in common? Is it location? If you talk to a church growth expert uh, they would say location is crucial, and, and to a certain extent, obviously, I agree. But there's numerous thriving churches that you almost need GPS tracking to find. Um, is it an ideal facility? He has ministered in all kind of facilities. Um, all manners can be vibrant. Is it great preaching and teaching? Uh, there's churches all over the world that are withering and dying, even though they have some of the greatest preachers and the best teaching available. And then there are numerous churches where We would classify that teacher or preacher couldn't, you know, preacher teach himself out of a paper bag, but they're thriving and they're vibrant. So what I believe is the flourishing churches, what they have in common is the body of believers. I want to say that again. It's the body of believers. And it's the body of believers within that particular local church. It's those who possess and display a passion for God and for people. It's not about necessarily the preacher. I mean, we've got to have it all working together. But when people walk through our doors, I want them to sense not that we have good music, not that we have great teachers, not that I can maybe preach a little bit, not that we're we're doing everything right and we've got the screens just right and the sound is just right. What I want people to sense is is that there is a gathering of believers on that Sunday when they walk through the doors that they sense and have displayed before them a passion in the people that they come in contact with for God and for that person that just walked through the door. Passion is not a fly-by-night concept. It's not here today, gone tomorrow, but passion is something that drives you. It's something that compels you. You can't lay it down at night. You can't pick it up in the morning. It's just always there or it's not there. Passion is the thing that pushes you beyond what you think you can do what you think you can accomplish. It presses you to go past the pain. It it urges you to proceed beyond any understanding, even when it doesn't seem to make any kind of sense. And then it delivers you into arenas that your talent uh, could never take you. There are some, we are heading into the Olympics in about a month, and there are some athletes that just have it naturally, and then there's some of those athletes that pour in hours and hours because they have a passion to compete. I, I believe that God is asking Spirit of Grace Church and all of our local churches that are represented here online tonight, that he's asking us. He wants us to have a pit bull determination of some things that need to happen in every church. And uh, I am calling on those of you that are watching this that are part of Spirit of Grace Church, both online and in person, I'm asking you to buy into what I'm getting ready to share with you and, and embrace it and allow it to become really a mantra of your understanding. With a pit bull determination... I am promising you that Spirit of Grace Church is going to preach the gospel. The death, the burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and applying that to the new birth experience that we have available to us. Um, I, I believe this. I believe that the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, because he died on Calvary, was buried in a tomb, rose again, and ascended, that each one of us has the opportunity, the power, and the authority to step into a relationship with him because his his arms are already outspread in fact in acts chapter 2 earlier in that uh around verse 16 or 17 uh simon peter says this is that which was spoken by the prophet joel in last day i'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh all flesh has the spirit poured out it's just that not all flesh have received it and the good news is is that if you come to our church you're going to hear it and you're going to have the opportunity to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. We've got to have the gospel preached. Every church should be preaching the gospel. And I'm not talking about preaching the gospel in some shallow, in some um, easy listening kind. The the Calvary was ugly. Calvary was messy. Calvary was bloody. The transformation from our old man to our new man is not going to be an easy pretty thing because the Calvary wasn't when we when we repent of our sins there's some violent things in the spirit that are happening there's a there's a, a tearing away there's a death that happens but oh my friend there's so much more than just that there's life there's opportunity to grow there's a brand new life awaiting you at Spirit of Grace Church we're going to with a pit bull determination look for that which is found now I've I've preached to you the lost where where Jesus says, I came to seek and to save that which was lost. I don't believe that there is one person in the world that's ever been lost. God knows exactly where you're at. He knows exactly what you're going through. What's been lost is communion with Him. What has been lost is relationship with Him. And forever and eternity, when you come to Spirit of Grace Church, I'm inviting you into a relationship with Jesus. I'm inviting you into a relationship with His body on earth, the church. I'm, I'm... welcoming you into a family our principle is you come one time as a guest and the next time you come you're part of the family and you're you we'll embrace you we'll help you we'll do whatever we can to minister to you but ultimately our responsibility is to connect you to the one who can ultimately change your life his name is jesus and so we want to restore that communion you're not lost today. If you happen to share this with somebody that's not a believer and they're out doing their thing, they're not lost. God knows exactly where they are, and he'll send somebody into their path. And when you connect yourself to the church, you're going to find something that's a whole lot deeper than you can find anywhere else in the world, and that's a relationship with the creator of the universe. I believe with a pitbull determination after flowing through Sunday service, especially when God is just... If you haven't been able to notice, God has invigorated me this week. We will be equipping believers for the work of the ministry. I believe, we have always taught and believed at our church that everybody has their place. That everybody has a responsibility. That everybody has an avenue somewhere. We just, our responsibility as leaders and as the church is is to figure out where God wants you to flow and then help you create that flow, that ministry, that opportunity, that river, if you will, whether it be through outreach, whether it be through helping the poor, whether it be through teaching or singing, or whether it be some ministry that we haven't even thought of yet, if God is calling you to do it and God's lining it up with the vision of Spirit of Grace Church, we want it to happen. And we're looking forward to equipping and give and and instructing and leading people to do that we are interested in serving the poor we'll still do coat drives we'll still do hat drives and whatever else we can to serve those that are less fortunate we'll do whatever we can we'll, we'll meet the need if as the need arises we we want to be a benefit to our community we want to open up our arms and embrace those that that are that are struggling that are fighting that are grieving We'll also gather the lonely and the hurting, and we provide the atmosphere where they can be made whole. Listen, that's what our Wednesday night Chain Breakers is all about. As you're maybe even watching this now, starting uh, in our in our building right now is a ministry we call Chain Breakers. It's a restoration ministry. It's for anybody that has uh, addiction, anybody that has struggle, anybody that's been fighting anger, anybody that's dealt with anything, we want to make a place where you can heal, where you can... comforted where you can uh, uh, find peace in the midst of your storm and then finally and most importantly after all of that is done and after we have done that God is going to get all of the glory and all of the credit it's not up to us I can't manufacture what God wants to do in Spirit of Grace Church you can't make it up you can't figure it out only God can do it and so God gets all of the credit In fact, Scripture tells us exactly what will happen if the local church will do what God has called and gifted each local church. Listen, there's no other church in the world that is being asked to do what Spirit of Grace Church is. And Spirit of Grace Church isn't being asked what the church down the street is doing. Each church, just like each body part member... My right hand doesn't do the same thing my left hand. My feet don't do the same thing that my ears do. We're all members of a body. And just like that, the church itself is called to different ministries. But when we get called and gifted us to do, the forces of darkness will be pushed back. The evil one, the devil, whatever you want to call it, who has had his own way in our individual worlds, for too long will be forced to give up ground as the church goes on the offensive and the church will fill the redemptive purpose or the re- restoration purpose for which Christ called us into. He called us in to be reconciliators. He's the one that, that, I mean, take a look or a thought about the world, a world that seemingly is falling apart by the day where evil is, evil is magnified and has been uh, accepted as the norm in, in ways that defy imagination, uh, where, where kids are doing whatever they want. It rises up within me to commit myself even more fervor to the beautiful, powerful, and vitality of the local church. The church is the only hope for the world. Now, a vision is a picture of the future that produces passion. And uh, I want to bring you just a short vision that I believe God wants us to embrace. Our vision statement at Spirit of Grace Church is to lead seekers to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And uh, so here's what I see. And we've already started seeing it it happen. I believe that we're going to see even more tear-stained cheeks under the powerful presence of God. As seekers find their place in the Lord's kingdom. I believe lives will be changed. I believe assimilation will happen. I believe transformation will happen. I believe that there are marriages that are going to be miraculously mended. I believe in signs, miracles, and wonders. I believe we're going to see canes and crutches and wheelchairs. I, bl- I believe we're going to see cigarettes and drug paraphernalia laid at the altar and walk away from. I believe there's going to be deliverance. I believe there's going to be not just to get us through all of that and not to just give us the, the miracles, but like, because like I preached a couple weeks ago, the miracles can't hinder the mission. The mission is the transformation and the redemption and the reconciliation of people. But sometimes the miracle has to be the tool that unleashes that, that the, the thing that has hooked us the thing that has kept us away, the thing that has kept us from trusting in him. I believe that we're going to have more visitors. We're going to have more new members. I believe that um, everyone is going to find what their place is, what their ministry is. I believe backsliders are going to return to the church. I believe that, uh, let me just tell you what I see for Spirit of Grace Church. And I know this is going out over the airwaves and people are going to see it, but I see the unseen church. I see those that we don't even know yet. I see because we're reaching the people we're reaching, there's going to be a ripple effect, and we're going to affect people around the world. I know beyond the shadow of a doubt, we're already uh, doing some things that are uh, reaching and touching lives, but we're going to step into a greater capacity because I believe God has called us, and I believe the body of believers is ready. I believe we're excited. I believe we're sold out. And so... Uh, uh, that That's the first part of the vision. The second part of the vision that I have for you tonight is simply this. I believe that you are going to feel the passion like never before. It's one thing to intellectually say, yes, we want to see marriages changed, and, and we want to see the, the addict set free, and we want to see all of the things that are there that are hindering us. We want to see all that happen and the miracles and all that but I believe beyond that, you're going to begin to feel the passion. It's going to be a dr- My prayer is that you would feel the heartbeat of this pastor and the heartbeat of the Lord and the the, the tears. And, and when, I, when you hear me say, this is it, this is what God has called us to do. Don't you see, Can can you feel it? I believe you're going to begin to feel it. I believe that when you walk in the doors of the church, you're going to feel the Compassion and the passion In order to do whatever you can To get connected with God So that we can connect with people I'm challenging you Tonight www.spiritofgracechurch.org I don't know that I've ever done this But I'm challenging you That are listening tonight And uh, to join us Give whatever you can give. Pray whatever you can pray. Serve wherever you can serve. Love wherever you can love. Do everything. Grab a hold of what God is doing in this local church because this local church is the only hope. It's the only hope of the world. It's the only hope of the world. My friend, God has put it on us as his local assemblies. We're the only hope. Feel it, embrace it, look into it, sacrifice for it, give to it, love it, be a part of it, don't miss it, and just allow God to transform you. Vision is priceless. Vision is a holy entrustment of God that we need to take seriously. Imagine what life would be like if we didn't have some of the people that fulfilled their dreams, and their visions. How much worse would it be if Albert Einstein didn't come through on his visions or the Wright brothers or any of the other inventors of the day? And How do we make our vision happen? Through people, through you, through me, through meeting the needs, through being ready for every opportunity that God lays in our pathway. By looking for and recognizing what God is doing. I'm challenging you. I'm challenging you as a member of Spirit of Grace Church, both here and online. I'm challenging you to take up the word of the Lord. Embrace the role of the church. And let's make a difference. Let's release a hope that is unequaled. That is unchallenged. Oh, there will be things that we have to face, but through God, all things are possible. And God is calling us to bigger things than we can even imagine. I just have to tell you as I come to a close that what God is getting ready to do at Spirit of Grace Church is gonna blow our minds. It's gonna be so big that we're not gonna even understand or comprehend how quickly it happens, but it's happening. It's happening, it's happening, it's happening, and I wanna be a part of it. Join us. If you are local, come and visit Come and check us out. Just see if you feel at home. See what you sense when you come into the presence of God with fellow believers. If you're not from around here, you're not local, come online and and check us out and and be a part of us this way. And uh, we pray across both aspects, whether you're a local person or whether you're someone that's watching this from afar, God be with you. Let's be the church for the church triumphant is alive and well. Jesus, we love you and we praise you. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy to us. God, lead us and guide us into all things. Help us to be your church in this last day. In Jesus' name.